0: how's it going everyone this is jason navarro you're listening to tongues out podcast and let's just jump right into today's subject where first obviously um if uh you're tuning into yesterday's podcast or any other tuesday podcast um those will always be dedicated to my daughter they're like messages from me to her um so i know some people sometimes like that come in and, and they wonder if this that's the entirety of the podcast it's not it really isn't um but she's the most important thing to me. And I, I feel like as parents, we don't do enough to leave behind mementos or not mementos. It's the wrong word, but like um, verbiage or um, ideas, philosophies, guidance, all of that stuff. I, I feel like we don't leave that behind for our kids. And especially with current technology and the, the means to record yourself and both video and audio, and be able to upload that to the internet where it could be preserved forever. Essentially. I think more and more of us need to do that because, um, I know personally from, from close friends of mine that have lost their loved ones, have lost their parents, um, that one of, one of the more important and meaningful things to them is, especially if they've had a strong relationship with that person is to have pieces of them always with them in their life. And, to always be reminded of just the the stories, people just don't. I think the the biggest anxiety for a lot of people is when they lose a loved one is the fear of, of forgetting them and forgetting, um, someone that you've loved. And and I I personally haven't gone through something like that yet. Um, I've I have lost uh, relatives, but um. I I try to not like to succumb myself to how other people take it, and I I could definitely understand why it hurts them that bad, and it's because they you know they they want to keep that person alive in, inside of them, and I I think that that's the, one of the best ways to do it, and it, it's difficult to accept the realization that you're gonna pass eventually, but I think you know once you realize that that's a reality for everyone it's easier for to kind of just suck it up and and to do that those things it's the reason why a lot of us don't have a living will why a lot of us don't have life insurance all these things like we we don't want to think about like our our untimely deaths but um it's it's a reality it's just look at the history of of humans and 99% Ninety-nine percent of all humans that have ever existed are dead now. Like it's, um, there's no such thing as someone that has lived for more. I think the the oldest person ever recorded in history was like 120 years old. Um, so and that's very rare. Like the life expectancy for most people, for men, I believe it's like in the uh early 70s. For women, it's a little bit like later on, like mid 70s, late 70s so i 'm halfway through that uh and i don't uh, i don't want to risk not leaving something behind for my daughter, so anyway, I just wanted to touch on that and just for for people no one 's ever said anything negative, if anything, everyone kind of thinks it's adorable and cute and and they really like that I do that and I really appreciate hearing people tell me that it's really uh beautiful to me to know that some people actually sit there and listen to those messages that I leave behind to my daughter. And I I think that's really awesome. And I hope that it motivates other people to do something very similar for their kids as well. I, I really do think that it's very important that we all take some little bit of time out of our lives. You don't have to do a daily podcast like me, but if you can leave behind and just record something weekly to leave behind to your kids, I think it's, it it will go a long way. And I think it ultimately will always be considered the best present you could ever leave behind for them. You know, at that moment, they might not see it that way, but trust me when something does happen to you, which eventually will, they will, you know, love you dearly. Not that they don't already love you, but they will definitely love you a lot (laughs) for doing something like that. Um, and actually uh, today's podcast has nothing to do with that Just uh, also I want to take a little bit out of the way to just say uh, there I I think I speak for a lot of people and I, I told myself I'm not gonna get into like high-level politics uh, for a bit on this podcast. I think I've, I've touched a little bit on on some of that stuff throughout the series ongoing uh, series of my daily podcast and actually i haven't surprisingly because i tend to view myself as a very political person um surprisingly haven't done enough on politics but i just i don't want this podcast to be solely about that but i do want to say out of honesty that there is a, a part of me that was is like a sigh of relief knowing that our the previous president is out and that we have a new president in that seems like they're, they're or at least from verbiage from what they've said is their whole goal is to try to unite the people and I hope that that's the um the the way that this administration this current administration is going to try to tackle things and kind of meet halfway um with with like people that that respect, what it means to be American. Like, I don't think uh, he should ever listen to any extreme perspectives, either from the left or the right. And if he, if he meets halfway with the people that are not too ideological or not too far off from his perspective of thinking about politics, then I think that will go a long way for a lot of people that are moderate or, or centrist people like myself who don't see on the polarizing perspectives on either side? They, they, I try my best to try to see if there's a way to kind of meet in the middle between two different people. I know that's not the way it is for a lot of people out there, but uh, I, I still think that those people make up a minority group of, of of the population of America. It's growing because I feel like their their voice is louder than other people's, and so more and more people are 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 choosing a side and i don't think originally a lot of those people would be in that position to think that way so i hope that this president kind of starts to bring those people back to more of a moderate perspective and show that you know both political parties can work together the two major political parties can work together Um, i still believe that the two-party system needs to end and i also uh think that the news organizations need to go back to just doing unbiased news and to leave opinionated perspectives to, like, YouTube channels or to a different subsidiary of, like, their main news organization. I I think that if you're going to be considered a news organization, you should not be allowed to have an opinion perspective on on pieces. Because – and then I do think that there needs to be some – uh, level of regulation by the governments on uh, social media and how they have direct control over the narrative spoken on their platforms. I think if you could do those three things, things will will start to normalize again in America, and we'll you know we'll get our country back from these extreme people that tend to just have a louder voice than the majority of us because they're the ones that are com- always shouting. Um, again, this podcast isn't about that point either, but I just wanted to bring that up. Today's podcast actually, honestly, was just going to be held just how they normally are talking about different things, uh, current events that have occurred in, in recent times. But actually funny enough, I just woke up from a nap and, um, my brother has been living with me now for almost for two weeks now. It's so exciting, um, to have my little brother back. Uh, he's been living in New Zealand for a couple of years and unfortunately he couldn't stay there any longer. And so he had to come back and I told him, please don't go to Florida, move in with me. You know, I want you to be closer to your niece. Uh, and it, it was just be great to have you around. And uh, because I haven't seen him in forever, but I'm the only vegan in this household. My wife isn't a vegan. She kind of eats, um, vegan food, but, that's not her predominant choice of food and so i'm like the odd man out in this house but um i I feel bad because i just had a conversation with my little brother he um uh he's like uh uh eating machine but he's like a super fit person like he's probably like uh, he definitely got the better genes in that case um like i'm more the talker he's more like the um so it's just like staying healthy and staying fit and, and everything in that nature. And, and I appreciate that of him. And I think it's awesome that, you know, brothers can have two different perspectives on, on life. Um, So people that tend to kind of fit into that category, my old roommate was the same way as well. They're, they're smart, you know, they cook in bulk um, because they have to consume a lot of protein and things in that nature. But Uh, He didn't realize this, and I think I I brought it up, like, in just a small conversation earlier when, like, he first arrived, but um, uh, he was today, he just, like, ordered a ton of chicken, and he was cooking it, and it woke me up out of my nap, like, I don't know what it is, it deserves its own podcast to just kind of delve into what science is starting to reveal about like gut flora. And if you don't know what gut flora is, it's essentially your gut bacteria and how they have more of a dictation of your, uh, of your health and your diet and of like your psychological perspective. Like we're starting to realize that that gut flora has a main like it's almost like the main factor in determining kind of who you are as a person, like what you eat, how you are as a person and how healthy you are. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy to think about. And so, uh, scientists are, are more and more understanding that gut flora and gut bacteria is like super important. And I don't know what it is. I think it's because I trans, I've been a vegan for so long now and I've taken kind of that approach pretty hardcore that my gut flora is like completely, um, done with like animal products like i think psychologically and and just like my diet like i I don't ever see myself ever going back to eating meat ever again it really does make me ill and over the years i've realized that like over time like certain even just like the smell the aroma of meats just like just the meats being cooked or just being recently cooked it really gets to me and it makes me ill and uh today and like mind you i have like uh like I buy like really expensive filters for my house and like, I have like a, um, air filter, like a really nice air filter just from like my bedroom, just to make sure like the air is super clean for my daughter. That's another podcast in itself. Like where I talk about how much of a, of a germaphobe slash, um, yeah, just like everything type of person. Uh, like I essentially like try to keep the air like super clean in this house just because like i I'm always afraid like the long term ramifications of like what dirty air can cause to you and 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 everything of that nature so and then i I think i like I might have allergies depending on like the the pollen season here in in vegas i don't know I'm still up in the air whether if that is the case or or if it's something else, but because of all of that like i've I've taken the time to kind of like make sure that i'm filtering the air in this house well this my brother cooking like almost like six pounds of of meat no that's an exaggeration it was like five four four pounds of chicken he was cooking all at once and uh I I just it's like I still can smell it in this house and like my wife was like I don't understand like what you're talking about and like for everyone else like it's just like normal but for me I don't it's just so weird it's almost pathetic to some degree that it affects me in such a way, but it really does. It's so weird how like meat like can just make me so ill to my stomach. Like I, I just feel like gut wrenching. It's like, it's the weirdest thing to talk about. And I'm not, I don't have a problem like seeing an animal die. Like I don't have, like if I needed to survive, uh, I know that I would have to just eat something. If there's no, like if I don't understand the plant and the, the plants around me, um because you know plant like half the plants out there are like super poisonous for you or dangerous for you to consume um like i'm gonna go for an animal and kill it and and eat it but like now i'm kind of afraid because of the sense that like i don't know if i would have to like kind of just overcome that and just like i know like when you go into like your survival instincts like you're gonna be able to kind of block all those things out of out of your mind but like i always think myself like worst case scenario like am I prepared for like certain situations and I know I'm not fully prepared in a lot of different ways, but uh, I feel like I'm I'm more prepared than the average person. One of my favorite things is like surviving and like researching survivalist lifestyles and everything of that nature and I have a lot of friends that that you know are over prepared for worst case scenario. So I'm talking about this because if in case of an emergency, I know I'd be able to like kill an animal, and then I know I have, like I have to cook it, how to skin it, and everything of that nature. Like I've gone through that in my life, and especially in my youth. But man, I'm I'm just afraid now. Like if like I'm put in that position, am I going to sit there and just be ill to my stomach, and then like waste away like food by throwing it up? And like I know if I do that, and I, I like these precious calories. I'm gonna to have to like reconsume like my regurgitation, and I, I know that sounds like disgusting for people, but like in the worst case scenario, if you need to survive, you need to survive. And I I'm hopeful in the sense that I know like your your fight or flight instincts kind of block out a lot of those things, but it's not looking good for me right now. If like I get ill, like just smelling chicken cooking, or like even like meat isn't so bad, like uh, like uh, hamburger meat and things of that nature that doesn't really get me too much. Unless it's, like, a lot of it. It has to be a lot of it. And I think, like, my wife cooks chicken, but she doesn't really cook too much of it. And so I know the aroma can bother me, like, if she brings a, a dish into the room and, like, she starts eating it, that can get to me. But, uh, like, my, I think it's, like, when you cook in bulk, it really gets to me. So it's, like, a, 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 a high concentration of that, that smell. I don't, it just it smells like salmonella to me. Like, I don't know. It's just weird. I don't know. But I just wanted to talk about that because it, it literally, it's just like as I was walking into this podcast room, it's like I still smell it. And it's, hey, you feel so bad. Like I told him, I was like, I'm probably going to have to buy you like an outside grill. And he was like, man, I'm so sorry. Like I'll, I'll stop cooking chicken. I was like, no, 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 no. Like don't, please don't do that. Like, you know, I don't want you to feel inconvenienced. That's not what I want. It's, I just want you to know, like, if I if I surprise you with a grill, it's because of that. Like I don't want you to think like, Oh, my brother doesn't want me to use like his like uh like his air fryer or anything of that nature. It's like it's none of that, and it's not like I don't want you to eat chicken. I want you to convert to like my veganism. I don't I don't believe in converting individuals. I I speak high praise of like the diet and like what it can do for you, but I don't. I sit here all day like trying to convert people to it. Um, so I, I try my best to like respect people and their decisions to still eat meat, but I just I didn't want him to be like uh, feeling bad about like eating meat, So I was like, no, I'm probably just going to buy you a grill so you can go outside and grill. Um, because it's just that smell just gets to me. It's so weird. And it's not leaving Now I have my, and because of like the COVID precautions and everything of that nature, I've had my fan on my, in my house running the whole time. I haven't had my house on auto since my brother arrived because just in case, if he somehow had contracted COVID on his flight here, I wanted there to be like a negative pressure system in this room. So like if the air is constantly being ventilated and I have an extra filter to replace as well in case that were to happen. But um, even with the air like constantly pumping and, and pumping through that like filter and everything of that nature, that smell just will not leave. It's so weird. But um, either way, thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. And um, yeah, I love you guys. You guys are awesome, like my podcast is slowly growing, and, and I have absolutely no idea why, <laughs> but it, it 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 always gets me super excited when uh, seeing those metrics just go up and up because uh i'm not I'm not trying to actively promote this. It's like more just like a, a personal uh personal diary in a sense, I guess I don't know, but I love you guys. thank you guys again for listening and I'll catch you guys mañana. peace.